بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبي موسى رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الأشعريين إذا أرملوا في في الغزو وقل طعام عيالهم بالمدينة جمعوا ما كان عندهم في ثوب واحد ثم اقتسموه بينهم في إناء واحد بالسوية فهم مني وأنا منهم متفق عليه The final chapter which Imam Nawi rahimahullah introduces, final hadith which Imam Nawi rahimahullah introduces in this chapter, Babul Ithari wal Muasat, the chapter which deals with giving preference to others over oneself and offering mutual comfort and sympathy to one another. The narrator of the hadith, Abu Musa Ashari radiallahu ta'ala anhu, who was from the Ashariyin tribe. This is a tribe which has its roots in Yemen. He narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned a particular trait or habit or practice which was common amongst his tribe, that is the Ash'ariyeen. He says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once mentioned to the other sahaba about a certain practice of the Ash'ariyeen. We find that there were certain habits or practices which at times certain groups of sahaba ikram would carry out. However, strictly speaking, those practices, their roots were not from Islam. In other words, it wasn't a directive from Rasulullah wasallam. It was something that they had inherited through their culture or through their rituals or from their elders in the past. However, these practices at times were things that were praiseworthy. It was something that was good and it was worthy of being emulated. And it was the noble practice of Rasulullah that when you would observe these type of things, one is the mizaj, the quality of leadership in Rasulullah He could have just given this instruction, but instead of just giving the instruction, Allah's Rasul mentioned that I observed this among so-and-so people, or this group would do this, or that group would do that. In other words, praiseworthy actions. By, by mentioning that, he was giving himmat and courage to those people. And it was encouragement to the others also to try and emulate and practice that. So like I said, this was part of the leadership qualities of Rasulullah If somebody is a leader of a group, and there is amongst your constituents those who are doing something praiseworthy or good, then to mention it in front of the others, this is something that in a positive light, this gives them more himmat, it elevates them. And it is part of akhlaq and character that we give himmat to those who are, to those who are, who are under our leadership or under our guidance. So like that Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned this trait of the Ash'ariyin tribe. He said, Inna al-Ash'ariyin, that is those of this tribe, the tribe of Abu Musa Ash'ari radiallahu ta'ala anhu. It is their habit that when their provisions on an expedition run out or become less, or qalla ta'amu iyalihim bil madina, or in Medina itself, in other words, now they are not in an expedition, they are not on suffer, they are not on a journey, but they are within 
Medina Manovara, the food or the provisions of the family runs less. So in either, so what this means, that fissafar wal hadar, whether they are in journey or whether they are in Medina Munawara, at times, because of circumstances, their provisions or their means would run short. What would they do? Jama'u ma kana fi thawbin wahid. They would stretch out a cloth and whatever little anyone had amongst them, either in Medina or on this expedition, whoever is there from the Ashariyin, whatever little they had. Obviously, if you give a general instruction to everyone to bring whatever he has, some will have very less, some will have a little bit more. But regardless of what each one had, everything would be taken and would be collected in one cloth. Thereafter, each one would be given back a share from whatever had been collected, but this time the share would be equal. So how this is linked to ithar, to giving preference to others, is that maybe you had a little bit more, but you would not look at how much you had. Whatever you had, they brought it. Whatever they had, they brought it, and it was all collected. Thereafter, it was distributed equally to each household or to each group or to each individual. What was the purpose of this? The purpose of this, my respected brothers, was to increase the barakat and blessings in whatever little they had. And from the fact that Rasulullah mentioned this practice and he praised this practice, from this we learn one important usul and principle. That combining and distributing what we have in the time of need, this will create barakah and blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Each one had a little. They put it all together and then they distributed it equally. So this was a means of drawing barakah and blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a means of creating mutual love, muhabbat, sympathy for one another. And from this we learn the mizaj and the temperament of Islam, that when a group of us are facing a plight, difficulty, hardship, we don't tackle it on an individual basis. We tackle it on a collective basis. We get together. Whatever they had, they would bring it and they would place it on one cloth. And like I said, this was something that Rasulullah greatly liked. He preferred, he praised them for it, and he encouraged others also to do this. How was this done from this expression in the last part of the hadith? Rasulullah sallallahu mentions this practice of the Ash'ariyeen and then he says, فَهُمْ مِنِّي وَأَنَا مِنْهُمْ They are from me and I am from them. They are from me and I am from them. Such love Rasulullah sallallahu displays in these few words. And such hikmat and wisdom Rasulullah displays. In other words, the Ashari tribe went on an expedition or in Medina, their food used to run short, they gather everything in one cloth, what everyone brings whatever he has, and then this is distributed equally amongst them, Fahum minni wa ana minhum. They are from me and I am from them. So from this, this was the beautiful manner in which Rasulullah created affinity and love amongst the sahaba ikram The next chapter, Imam Nawi rahimahullah, brings Babu Tanafus fi umuri al-akhirah wal-istikthar mimma yutabarraku bihi. The chapter which deals with tanafus, 
competing with one another. Competition is part of human nature. Human beings by nature are competitive in spirit. It's very rare that somebody that is part of your group excels in something and you don't try and compete with that person and outdo that person. Competition is there, it's part of our nature. However, we can choose to compete in matters of dunya. Hassan Basri rahimullah is to say, إِذَا رَأَيْتَ الرَّجُلُ fi dunya. He says, if you see a person who's competing with you, outdoing you in dunya, trying to earn more than what you are earning, you are opening one shop, he's opening another shop, you are doing something in dunya, he's doing the same thing, he's trying to outdo you. إِذَا رَأَيْتَ الرَّجُلُ dunya. If you see somebody competing with you in dunya, do not worry about that. Don't fall into that trap. What was Hassan Basri rahimullah's advice? فَنَافِسُ فِي akhirah. You retaliate by outdoing him in akhirah. Competition is healthy if it is kept within the parameters. And competition is part of human nature. But what Sharia teaches us is compete with one another in akhirah, not in dunya. And we find many expressions in the Qur'an wherein this musabaqat, munafasat is mentioned, sabiqu ila maghfiratim min rabbikum, sari'u ila maghfiratim min rabbikum, wa janna, Allah Ta'ala says, outdo one another, hasten, beat one another, but ila janna, towards jannat, wa maghfiratim min rabbikum, and the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Imam Nawawi rahimahullah brings this as a heading, babu tanafus fi umuril akhirah, chapter which shows this competition that used to take place in the affairs of akhirat, not in the affairs of dunya. istikthar mimma yutabarraku bihi And the desire to acquire more of that which has barakat, that which is blessed, mimma yutabarraku bihi. In other words, something that has some link or association with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or something that has some link or association with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or something from which we can derive barakah and blessings, then we should try and get as much of that as possible. Well, istikthar, outdo. In other words, have the desire to get as much as possible of that. Qala Allah ta'ala, Imam Nawi rahimahullah, as is his practice, he first brings verses of the Qur'an, dealing with whatever chapter he has decided upon, and in this case, just one verse of the Qur'an he brings, which is in way, Surah Al-Mutaffifin, where Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّ الْأَبْرَارَ اللَّ فِي نَعِيمٍ عَلَى الْأَرَائِكِ يَنْذُرُونَ تَعْرِفُ فِي وُجُوهِمْ نَظْرَةً نَعِيمٍ يُسْقَوْنَ مِنْ رَحِيقٍ مَخْتُومٍ خِتَامُهُ مِسْكٍ Allah describes Jannat, the drink of Jannat, the attraction of Jannat, and then what does Allah say? وَفِي ذَلِكَ فَلْيَتَنَافَسِ الْمُتَنَافِسُونَ It is for this. It is for this that the competitors should compete. In this, in what? Naim, Jannat. And the ni'mats and the bounties of Jannat. In acquiring this and in attaining this, Allah Ta'ala says, compete with one another.